the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The answer, Milton Glick, along with Dr. Calvin Finch, Dr. Jerry Parsons, presumably on his way, if he's listening. Uh, or maybe he's lost, wandering around out there someplace. Oh, no, the nursery? Le- le- looking, yeah, looking at uh, uh, Esperanzas or, uh, oh, the pumpkins. That's a lot kind of, of skipping through the pumpkins yeah. and just enjoying them. Yes, well, he may be, but he'll be here in a certain moment. And so. the uh, new veggies, the broccoli, is uh, here in mass. Yeah, we need to. Oh, really? You've got a lot? Yep. Okay, so, yeah, we need to tell people we have broccoli. We have broccoli. We have broccoli. There's Jerry. He's pulling in. All right, so uh, we have broccoli? We do. Okay, so we have broccoli. What kind? Green magic. Oh, good. That's the kind we recommend. Yeah. All right, so we have broccoli here. I'm trying to see if Trace is going to come and over. There's also a, a cabbage, of course. And, yeah. And uh, uh, bright lights, uh, Swiss chard, and several different kinds of kale now. So, well, we love kale. Uh, do we? Sure. We li- we like kale. Some of us like kale as a a portion of our greens. And uh, do you you just like you like straight kale? No, I mix it up and stuff. Yes, yeah, so I've never had it just kale, but somebody did tell me, or or I heard it somewhere, that interestingly enough, if you freeze it, it's better. Is it? It it, it tends. I think it's uh, the the freezing of it breaks down the strongness of it. Does that make sense? So it becomes oh, yeah. more like lettuce. Yeah. Well, I I. Um one of the places uh, I like, Luby's used to put together a, a salad based on kale. And gosh, they did it. It was a good job. It was a combination okay. of things. Yeah. And the uh, salad dressing and everything. But gosh, I, I used to look forward to having that. Uh, so so if you uh, use it use it right, and of course it's one of the most new, nutritious vegetables. So it seems to be, although your collards seem to be uh, either a close second or they've surpassed it. Yeah, the they're co- pretty nutritious too. Yeah, co- collards and kale are synonymous, I guess. Uh, oh, are they? It's hard to hard to believe, but uh, yeah, they're they are the same genus and species. All right. By the way, if you've got a call or if you want a question, if you have a question or you want to call us, two one zero. 308-8867, 210-308-8867. Uh, 
8867, or on an overcast day, which makes it a little more pleasant, you can come by Millburgers at 1604 on Boulevardy Road and ask your gardening question in person. We had a question, uh, someone, I don't know if they had seen your article or not, or um, ah. and they kind of alluded to that fact. But, uh, yeah, they were looking for butterfly plants. So milkweed, yeah, gosh, they were looking for that, which we have. Yeah, and they got, uh, yeah, milkweed, they got porterweed. Right. Mist flower. Oh, did they get mist flower? Yeah, they did. And okay. they got they got some Dorfruelia, the pink the pink-bloomed ones. And uh what else did they get? Oh, milkweed, of course. Uh I can't think of uh, I thought there was more uh I'm trying to think. Um we did mention they wanted plants for shade and you mentioned uh, oh. under what do you remember the type type of tree it was? No, was but I do. Ash? I do remember that they, besides the ruralia, they, they also uh, bought uh, uh, some uh, blue plumbago. Yeah, because you had recommended that for shade, which I mean, even I can recommend that. Yeah, that's confidently. A, that's a wonderful plant. Uh, yeah, it really is. And it's got it's. Uh, she was she was uh, remembered the the February freezes, so she was a little concerned uh, about getting plants that would. Uh, Oh, come back. Come back. And uh, Plumbago did a pretty darn good job of of uh, doing that. Ruelia froze, yeah, plum- back, froze, froze, back, froze back to the, the ground in a lot of situations. And then most they came back up, but in some they had you had to wait for the seed to re-sprout. But it uh, was faithful in re-sprouting. The uh, cool thing about the blue Plumbago, too, is I think... The summer, maybe, or just before, or the fall before the freeze, the big freeze two years ago, um, Laura had taken just cuttings of the one we have. It's doing so well, and just she just shoved them in the ground. I mean, there was no care. They were just like plop, 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 and they came back. They froze down, but I guess there was enough root there that they came back. <laughs> what were they? Plumbago? Yeah, blue plumbago. Oh yeah. 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 That was not not hard. Which, which, uh, all right. are you ready? I'm ready. All right, put your headphones Somebody on. Somebody decided to make the uh, 1604 parking lot. Oh, neat. Okay. <laughs> well, put your headphones on because uh, speaking of Blue Plumbago, I've got kind of, oh, okay, kind of our question of the day. Um, remember, we did, we did so well with it last Sunday, I thought I'd go there again. Oh, okay. So, and I Somebody, well, you, you may not have time because... Uh, Somebody in the paper spent a heck of a lot of time write, writing about Jerry and his, uh, really? his sidekicks. Yeah, I, th- <laughs> I think whoever that other author is that writes in the same page as I do, <laughs> Neil. Neil did, did did a good job. Oh, 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 good. Um, I don't know. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, I didn't read this, Al. So, uh, um, what? Let's see if I got it. Uh, i got to see if Ellen... Oh, she's holding. So Ellen is on the line at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Ellen, let me see if I have it. I do. Okay, I got yeah, it, Ellen. Yeah. Okay, great. <laughs> okay, so what's going on? And I'll show the guys the picture. Uh, it's downloading now. Do, 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 do. Yeah, so it's a very, very strange growth yeah. on my rose bush. Okay. It's my um, awakening. 
Okay, Donna just... Arbor is like about eight to ten foot tall already, and now it has these shoots. Now, which what kind of rose is this? Do you know? It's Awakening, David Austin. All right, I'm passing it over to Jerry now, so you can see okay, it moving across you. your now, radio. Now, is there? Uh, it doesn't. Uh, I would kind of expect it to be a little more garish, because that that could be. On an aggressive rose, that could just be the, the aggressive growth responding to water and some fertilizer right yeah, now. Yeah, but it would, it would have leaves on it, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah it seems like it. Um, okay, so what I did is I fed it 20-20-20, which I was doing a little program. I think it was the Rose Society uh, program, and it said to use that in July, and it, after I did that, that's what came out. So I had a feeling it had something to do with the feed. Okay, and so is it, is it any of the leaves really uh, malformed or? No. So, and uh, is there is this on top of old growth or? Um, or is it just uh, from new close to the surface? Like new growth. Surface? new growth on a stem that's shooting out that had leaves on it and then the end of it was that picture so i i just cut everything back as far you know into what looked normal um not knowing because i didn't know what it what was happening who, who is this milk we're talking to yeah we're talking to ellen my name is ellen oh, you were ellen this is ellen yes okay <laughs> do you remember ellen where, where did you get it <laughs> the rose has it been, how long has it been planted? It's been planted about at least three years. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's a, it's a huge arbor rose, so it's about eight to ten foot. Oh, okay. Uh, so after I fed it, the 2020-20, I've had issues with all my plants since I used that. So I'm getting rid of that. <laughs> no. I'm not that, using that, that again. That's not a problem. That, that stuff. That's, that's not been, the that's been, that's been used on <laughs> plants forever. Okay. Okay. Uh, but uh, I just, I, I just think we're seeing a reaction to the hot weather. And finally, okay. some moisture. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. It, the 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 growth, the picture you sent, the growth looks good. It just doesn't have any leaves on it. Right. Yeah, yeah, give it. I'm I'm with Jerry on that. I think you got to give it a little time to see what where it goes from here. But, okay. Well, I had um, I sent it to a nursery, and they were afraid it might be some kind of fungus. No. So that's why I wanted to ask y'all. Yeah, don't don't send that to a nursery ever again. Okay. That nursery. <laughs> okay. But anyway, uh, no, that's not a fungus. Uh, well, what we were concerned about was that uh, that disease, uh, rosette disease, that's up around uh, well, the Dallas a, area. Dallas, it's a virus. Yeah. Uh-huh. About little mites, and that's what we were concerned about. Oh, okay. But that's not. Yeah, I don't see anything like that on there. No, that's not the typical growth that you would see on a virus plant. I, okay. I would. I would. Best, uh, I would bet that uh, 
you know, we're in fall now, right, Melton? You feeling fall? Right. Yeah, where it's official. Oh, well, not quite. <laughs> well, <most. laughs> and uh, you know, you notice we haven't talked about pruning roses on this program back during this high, extremely oh. hot weather. Did right. you pick up on that, Melton? I didn't pick up on that now. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> it, it really it wouldn't wouldn't have done any good. As hot as it was, roses don't like hot weather. That's why they okay. do so. That's why they do so good in England and mm-hmm. all over the Netherlands and places like that, because they constantly have cool temperatures, and we don't have cool temperatures at night until the fall breaks it. But right. I, uh, I would leave those growths on there. Okay. Oh, leave uh, them on. Okay. Yeah, leave them on there and uh, see when it turns cool. Keep it watered. You've been watering it, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Keep, keep it well watered. And uh, call us back in about uh, two to three weeks and see if it okay. starts put, putting on ro- uh, not roses, uh, leaves. leaves. Well- it's actually, I can see it growing in other parts of the plant, and it's actually blooming as well. But it, and it's, it has, it's doing better than any rose in my garden. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, but uh, the new growth in the other parts of the plant, does it have leaves on it? Yes. It does? Mm-hmm, it does. Okay. I'll send you, a, I'll send you all a picture of uh, the whole plant. <laughs> okay. So All right. And and what what's the name of the what's the rose? Is it an old fashioned rose? Awakening. 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 Yeah, that, uh, mm-hmm. Sport of New Dawn. Oh, okay. But I I think that is just a heat stress indication. Okay. All, all, all this growth at the at the tops of the plant? You said the lower This is plant. from the lower. Yeah. The picture I sent is from the lower, and the growth that it does have is from more of the top with the growth and roses. Okay. Okay, I, th- I, I think I think once we get a little relief, you color, will get, okay. you will get relief. relief. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, the and then it's okay to keep using fish emulsion, and um, I was just reading one of your articles. The, okay. Um, I just gave it Myco Boost. I gave all of them Myco Boost. Uh, Myco or Micro? I don't know what. Myco, M-I-M-Y-C-O, Myco Boost. Oh, I don't know that. Oh. It's Carl no. Pool. It's a new product from Carl Pool. Hmm. Hmm. But, uh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you, you can read the, uh, I think Calvin got a few Rose articles on there. And on plantanswers.com, under roses, you can see the uh, recommended fall fertilization. Okay, great. Recommendation, but you didn't you didn't do anything wrong with that 2020. Okay, 20. okay. But if if you do decide to throw it away, just bring it on up here to uh, Millburgers. <laughs> okay. Because I love that product. <laughs> you love that product? Oh yes, yeah, great. Okay, well then I feel I feel better. 
Oh, good. I'm glad you I did. I thought I had done something, you know. No, like I'm no. To have these beautiful roses, and I'm going, I'm killing them. <laughs> <laughs> well, so. you'll notice that uh, roses in general in this hot weather haven't done well. Like I said, we haven't even talked about fall pruning of roses. Right. And, and so, uh, and the reason for that is... It wouldn't have done any good when the temperature was extremely hot. Okay, uh, because it, mine, mine are basically just sitting there doing nothing. Yeah, yeah, that's because not moving. There's no growth except this one plant. All yeah. the rest. Is- but when that cool weather that Jerry has yeah. mentioned kicks in, uh, your roses <laughs> are gonna are going to do. You've got that pioneer there that you showed <laughs> us the picture of, and all of them will yeah will move towards that absolutely. Way. You, okay. you, you, mentioned, you mentioned uh, the rose just sitting there and doing nothing. That describes, I, I am mimicking rose uh, growth at this time of the year, Milton. You are? You're just sitting I'm there. just sitting there <laughs> not doing anything. You are. Sympath- it's too damn hot. You're, you're simpatico <laughs> with the rose. Right, right, right. right. Yeah. Jerry has become the rose. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Ellen. Well, I appreciate it very much, y'all looking at that. You have a great day. It'll you take be, care. It'll be okay. All right. All right. Got an, thank you. Got another question And from I'm going to send you one more picture of the full okay. plant. Okay. Okay. I'll share thank it with okay, them. Thank thanks. you. Thanks, Ellen. Uh-huh. We have Lloyd on the line at 210-308-8867. Hi, Lloyd. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing? Doing, doing fine. Uh Hey, is a Grange Mist flower a decent shade plant? What is that? Decent what? Greg's Mist flower. Yeah. That's, no, Greg's it's a, Mist it's flower. A, no, it's a full sun plant. Yeah. It's a full sun. Okay. That's where I have mine, but I didn't know. I know somebody that they think they grow carpet grass in the shade or <laughs> St. Augustine and and I thought they were like mist flower, so but yeah, it'll it'll grow, it'll grow, uh, li- but it'll get uh, leggy. Yeah, it'll. Uh, and you, you can tell less. where the most sun is because it, in, in a, <laughs> the bed kind of leans towards the sun. Yeah, there you go. Mist flower, trying to tell yeah. you something, right? Yeah. But okay. that's all I needed to know. Thank, thank you very you much. That was good. All right. Bye thank bye. you. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Toll free. It's 866-308. I want to talk to you about the Tree Hugger Sprinkler. You uh, still want to water. You want to be efficient. You want to be effective. That's the key. And the Tree Hugger Sprinkler will take you there. It's a hard plastic sprinkler. Uh, and it's got a cool pattern on it. You'll notice it's different when you use it. It's plastic, It's right? plastic, yeah. Hard plastic. What did I say? You said that. Oh, it's hard plastic. I'm just confirming that because when you make the squeaking noise. Oh, okay. I won't make the squeaking noise. Okay. <laughs> but it's got a hinge on it. It opens up. It gets wide, and then it closes and hugs the tree. Oh, Al's going to make the squeaking noise. Okay. Should I put oil on it if mine's sounding like that? sounds like a uh, root cellar where the rutabagas are stored. Yeah, okay. Well, we don't want to associate it with rutabagas. So, uh, okay, but you hug the tree, and then you can turn it on a little bit to water the root ball or a lot to water the drip line. And I'm using mine on my watering day. I use mine from uh, about 7 to maybe 9 and just moved it all over the front yard. 
And the coolest thing is, I think that, it, honestly, I think it gets deeper somehow or does something different because uh, the, the grass is still green. Now, where I didn't get it, you got, you got to move it because that spray is not going a lot, and that's no. that's, that's where yeah. that's what you want. But uh, yeah, where I didn't get, I uh, it's still kind of that pale green. So, so you, do you turn it up real high? I turn it medium. Medium. Okay. Yeah. So you'll find tree hugger sprinklers here at Mill Burgers and H E B, and uh, yeah, get one. You'll you'll like it. Come on over here, Mill Burgers, and check them out. Two one zero. 308-8867. I hate to tell you this. We just got you here. Uh, yeah, we're right up against a break. What's I'm feeling squashed. Uh, <laughs> Are you feeling squashed, pumpkin? Uh, <laughs> is that too bad? That, see, that, that's see, that, uh, you inferred what I was yes. getting at. I we see have you pumpkins. got some little babies in. We baby do have pumpkins. Baby, we do have baby pumpkins. Lots of and them. And big pumpkins. Yeah. We have I lots of pumpkins. I was watching two little girls that, that picked you know, we we always say they pick the little pumpkins. These two didn't. They picked oh, the, the great big ones, and their mom and dad had to talk them into oh, the, no. the little ones. You should have intervened. Yes. Well, I almost, I almost intervened because they were crawling all over. Yeah, them. they weren't crawling. <laughs> crawling might have been better. Okay, anyway, we'll take a quick break. 210-308-8867. Back in a moment on 930 a.m., The Answer. South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The answer. Trace will hopefully be back in a minute. We got lots of stuff to talk about. Yeah. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. And since it came up last time or last weekend, uh, I'm just going to announce it every time. The broccoli is here. Get Bro- out of here. Broccoli is it? here. I can't get out of here. I I, I got to tell people about the broccoli. <laughs> and I see that red. Uh Swiss chard. A lot of chard there. A lot yeah. of chard. Looking good. Okay. Broccoli, chard. What else? Oh, we, uh, Calvin saw kale. Yeah, several kinds of kale now. But everybody was calling about the broccoli. So get <laughs> yeah, over here. People love broccoli. Green magic. We got now, there. There's some in the in the four and a half inch. and Well, they're all in the four and a half inch, but there's some relatively small plants and some large oh, okay. relatively large okay. plants. We're talking about the broccoli trace. Oh, hey, uh, real quick as you get ready, tell folks about Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control. If it's bugging you, uh, well, Warren Remy and Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control can help you out. Or if uh, you are looking to replace your pest control person, you're not real happy with them, uh, and you, or you want to get ahead of those bugs and what's bugging you uh, this year, give them a call. You'll like working with Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control. They do a great job, and uh, they have uh, been doing it since 1976. Spider-Man has been out there helping customers, and you can see all that when you go online, go SpiderManPest.com and see those great reviews he gets. So Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control, uh, you'll love working with them and Warren and the whole gang over there, this family-owned company here in San Antonio. 210-656-3721. 210-656-3721 for Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control. Online at GoSpiderManPest.com. He's really thinned out my beloved roaches, Milton. Oh, uh, I used Perhaps to, it's for I, the best. I used to Th- enjoy thinned hunting. Thinned out as fewer or thinned out as they are <laughs> slim and trim? Yeah, oh, yeah. Now his roaches are they're looking, no, they're looking th- good. I, there's a lot fewer. 
They're wearing clothes they haven't worn in a long time. <laughs> They've all had to go and get new belts. All right. Well, it's officially fall. It yeah. Is. You know what they say, fall's well that ends well. Uh, uh, who says that? that? That was almost Some, as bad uh, as my squash. Yeah, it almost was. <laughs> well, tell people what you're referring to. So, oh, and then we'll, we'll help. we got Richard on the line in just a second. So we got our first shipment of uh, pumpkins. Yep. Oh, yeah, and, they look uh, good. They, they are nice. So there's a... Always the best selection in the beginning because you can get the ones with the stems that you like. Yeah. <laughs> it's all about the stem. <laughs> that's what they say. Well, yeah. and that's one of the reasons why that it was not desirable to have the the kids running on the top of those <laughs> big, big pumpkins. You did, you did good, Calvin. We appreciate your Calvin, efforts. Yeah. We're going to put a sign over there. Please don't sit on the pumpkin. Oh, they uh, weren't sitting. <laughs> they were running. They were walking dancing. across them, yes. <laughs> Um, all right, and I saw I saw the little ones. I, yeah, got lots of little I, ones. I always think that the little ones are great for the kids. The kiddos love the little ones. And, well, that's uh, where I saw them. They were they, they were walking this way. There must be some up front by the. Um, they are everywhere. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, he's got he's got them by that tree where we watched them get them last year. Well, and there's there's several colors too. Yeah, there's a white one. Uh-huh. I never had seen. I, I, it'd be interesting to ask people why they. I was watching people buy the, the pumpkin shape. Yeah. But, but kind of the green mixed colors. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I can. That, that, that's and an the attractive. Ghost pumpkins. Yeah, that uh, orange is a, an uh, insult to my wife coming. Why huh? would you buy the ones that are odd colors? Oh. So she what, was here. She was here yesterday. What oh. did she say? Get the answers to the day's burning questions every day. 9.30 a.m. The Answer and 9.30 a.m. TheAnswer.com. 9.30 a.m. The Answer. And that stem on is is a, a great accomplishment it, for it the is, grower. And they stack them in there. I mean, there's always a couple of casualties, but... yeah. Uh, the stem is where it's at. <laughs> they stack them on top of each other. Well, they—they—it's like a, a jingle puzzle. Uh, no, they, got them, they got them all turned different directions. Oh, okay. All right, let's uh, <laughs> let's help uh, Richard out. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Richard, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing today? Uh oh, <laughs> I'm a little worried. He had to go to the bathroom. All right. He'll be back. Okay. Richard. Richard was going to give a rain report. Oh. Oh, wow. Is it it raining somewhere? Uh. I don't know. That would sure be nice. Richard, call us back and tell us if it's it's raining somewhere. I was watching the weatherman last night, our woman, uh, and uh, they said the front's supposed to come through Tuesday, I think. Oh, okay. And I said 10% chance of rain. And that, will, that's will, not much. Will it be cooler? Yes. Cooler would be good. That works for me. Yeah. <laughs> well, even today so was supposed guess to be relatively supposed, guess cool. Guess what's supposed to show up early next week? Hey. Exactly. Oh. We don't know what day yet, but how much uh, you want to bet it's on the day that I we have 10% percent rain? Yeah. But Millburgers gets the hay. <laughs> so the, rain, the rain says 
we're coming your way. I couldn't make it. <laughs> yeah, that's... <laughs> the slogan just didn't work. I tried. Okay. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. I was trying to go hay drops in the rain, but it didn't. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, geez. it wasn't worth that. Oh, man. <laughs> I tried, but it wasn't worth What that. else is going on, Trace? Uh, it's just a beautiful day. We got a lot of good color plants. Yeah. Uh, more and more fall slash cool weather stuff. So we actually got some violas. Oh. And, Calvin loves violas. Uh, Any cyclamen yet? N- no, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not that brave. Okay. <laughs> Give me a few more weeks and I will be. Actually, okay. actually my column uh, next, next Saturday mentions the, all the... Uh, cool weather crops. Cool weather uh, flowers, yeah. All right. So Viola right on top of it, isn't he? What else, Trace? What other cool, <laughs> cool weather? We got broccoli in. Cool I know. We've been, yeah. I'm, making, I'm making it my mission since so many people asked about it last week. Like every time we're taking a break, we come back, we talk about the broccoli. I, I, I got that, here I early. I so cool weather vegetables. Yeah. So. And yeah. I got here early so I could get my supply. <laughs> I, do I see big cabbage over there? Oh, yeah. Yep. Some nice cabbage. That's that's uh, that's that would be big for broccoli, but uh, for cabbage you can transplant it and bury the stem. You know, you might want to take the big uh, wrapper leaves off for the first leaf and uh, bury the stem all the way up to the other leaves that are attached and. Uh, that's that's the way the farmers used to do it. They, they would sow a seed bed of, uh, say, cabbage, and then uh, they would go in and pull from that that seed bed and plant them to transplant them out. But uh, we got a wildflower seed in. Did you Dude, really? Always a good sign falls around. The yeah, corner. what you got in? Oh, Peter would be better to answer that. I know I saw blue bonnets and larkspur, which would be my two favorites. All right, <laughs> well, those are good. Wasn't paying much attention to the rest of it. Okay. Did, did, yeah, was that, there, did you uh, not paying attention? But did you see a, a Texas mix? Texas I believe, I'm pretty sure he told me that there weren't any big things left of anything. So uh, I yeah. doubt it. We'll have to check. Yeah. <laughs> Because that, that's one of the, that's the last, last week we talked a lot about that. And uh, in the column we mentioned that's, that's one of the best ways to go about yeah. uh, testing your uh, <laughs> Abil- Abilities. Huh? Well, and then we, had to, <laughs> if you've got 10 or 12 different varieties of wild seed, and then yeah. you, you get this variation of weather like we have and variation of soil, you can always always seems like you'll have something that does a good yeah. job of blooming. Well, that most most of those uh, mixes have larkspur in them because yeah. that's yeah. that's a pretty safe bet, larkspur. And not only that, but it, does it come up for fall and fall? Uh, the fall, yeah, fall and fall. But uh, it'll re, like I say, re, reseed itself. Over and over and over. You know, I always tell a story about the farmers. Scared them to death. Uh, they they farm about three or 400 acres out here south of town. But uh, they could not use, they did not have a herbicide that would keep those larkspur from coming out. Which is what we want in the home landscape. But uh, 
They they, yeah, they, like they the weren't larkspur. very happy about that. So if I get some larkspur seed, where do I plant them? Now, well, you know where? We're going to talk about that a lot, half day a sun lot or more. more later. What's that? Half day sun or more. Half day sun or more. Yeah. All right. And we're going to talk about that later? There, <laughs> you know. All right. And do I, do I wet the ground first and just kind of sprinkle them on there? You can't. No. But the key is the soil you don't contact. sprinkle them wet. You have, that, that's what we've got to bring up. Okay. Uh, yeah, I right. don't think wildflower seed need to be planted, and it's late to be saying this, until we get some moisture or until you pre-irrigate the place that you're going to plant them. Well, I thought that was what I was doing with the water. I was kind of wet. Well, the soil. knowing you, you were talking about just sprinkling a little bit on the top and then planting the seed. Oh, okay. It's got to be pre-irrigated. A little bit deeper than oh, a little bit deeper. Okay, I'll use my tree hugger and there you go. That'll then, work. Then put them uh, where I did the tree hugger. There you go. That'll work. I am all over this now, man. Well, if they, <laughs> and Chase mentioned blue bonnets too. If you yeah, if you get, uh, I'm sure the packages aren't very large, but that that would be one where you would well, that would benefit by preparing the site pretty well because it's, we're having such a tough time getting it to reproduce the the seed. Yeah. Really be great to have a seed source in your your landscape i've got good news on blue bonnet transplants uh we do we uh took the seed of the red and the blue uh mm-hmm. to the grower uh third so thursday is this ladybird blue yeah okay yeah uh and uh that's all he grows our producer grows but mainly because we give him all the seed but uh Anyway, uh, he'll he'll uh, he'll acid scarify them. <laughs> uh, yeah, they're scarified. They, they will germinate. It's a Halloween thing. <laughs> they will germinate in five to seven days after they're acid scarified, and uh, then he'll put them in. Uh, yeah, I think I want him to put them in four and a half inch. Don't you think? That's what I would want them in. Yeah. Okay. Or super six. Super okay. six. That's, that's cheaper. That's super well, six. it's a little more economical. Okay. Okay. A little bit smaller root system, but they can get more plants for their dollar. Yeah. There you go. Okay. We'll put them in super six. Uh, also, uh, but so they'll put them in super six packs, and I think it takes two months to grow them. Grow a nice plant, transplant. Did we do this last year? Why does this sound familiar? <laughs> well, that's what we did last year. And no, the year before. No, no. And the year before. With this conversation, I kind of remember the two months, and so they should be here. So every week we were asking yeah. Jerry. That's and all. It would be, Jerry, is it, are they coming pretty soon? <laughs> Fool. I told you way back when it's going to be two months. Now, okay, when did I say I'm, I'm getting ready to tell you again. Oh, good. Okay, okay. It's going to be two months. Okay. And so From, I've figure that that's going to put them middle of December. Oh, okay. I think they were in November last time. Well, two months from... Uh, well, two months from now would be Two months from September. Mid, I think we did this mid-September. Yeah. Okay. So it'll be mid-October. Well, anyway, so we're at the end of September. Yeah. End of October, end of November. And then they got to get here. You're right, December's... Okay. Plan it for Thanksgiving. You can give I, them for... I hope, I hope you guys aren't... Uh, Basing your planning on the fact I wonder what calendar they're working off of. Milton's two plants he's going to buy. <laughs> no. And, uh, well, when did they plant them? Huh? Tomorrow. 
Tomorrow, yeah. Oh, tomorrow. <laughs> okay, so yeah, October, November. Yeah, that's the two month, right? Yeah. Okay. But uh, you shook my confidence with your comment. They, uh, they say. What are you uh, saying, December? And I'm like, that's <laughs> a lot more than two months. Yeah, it's true. We have sold them as late as uh, January or February. It's your Christmas blue bonnets. Yeah, but uh, they are they're they're going through their. By the time we get them to sell over here. They will be hunkered down, as we say, in their yeah. winter vision. So it prevents them. They make the root system in the uh, in the winter, and so they can bloom pretty in the fall, in the spring. But uh, I got a feeling if you if you want blue bonnets in your landscape this year, you're going to have to use transplants. Okay. That's what we mentioned in the article. Well, Is we, that right? They, we said, grabs the seed if you see it at the store, but be just in case, be ready for transplants. <laughs> I'll be ready. I got I got two months to start saving. Uh, Trace said there is some some blue bonnet seed. Yeah. Uh oh. Okay. So uh, anyway, two one oh. I got a question for Trace. Oh, Trace loves questions. I'm just, I'm just checking on my strawberries. Uh, okay. Oh Lord. Yeah, that'd be they'd be coming in pretty soon. That's why I'm checking on them. And do, pe- uh, do do people want to know how much work it was to get the broccoli in? Uh, lots of phone calls. Yeah, I bet. All right. So Trace is checking his uh, thing here. Oh, oh, you just, you see, if you warned him that you had a question, he's going to leave. Yeah. All right. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. 210-308-8867 and toll free it's 866-308-8867 the number to call to be a part of the show uh, he said doing some business here oh, I'm, I'm excited about Uh-oh. yeah we're seeing a lot of the points Sienna yeah. walk by yeah uh, I, <laughs> I'm excited about the uh, uh, they still got. He left fifty percent off the hibiscus. All the hibiscus oh, good. on sale, say this week. And uh, that that hibiscus is still uh, making me a liar because it's still blooming. Still blooming, yeah. <laughs> That's okay. We and remember, the blooms only last one oh, day. Poor Trace left, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we have that at fifty percent off. That's a good deal. And there are there are some pretty ones right out there. Yeah, there aren't a lot left though. I mean, no. is, you think those are the only ones yeah. we've got there? Yeah, I'm, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure. You uh, they are. Man, mentioned the hibiscus, and uh, uh, I saw Dorothy this morning. Oh, uh, she wanted me to say hello to everybody. Oh, okay, uh, hi, good. Dorothy. Yeah, she was working on. She was uh, thinning out her uh, iris. Oh, her and her, her daughter, and uh, <laughs> so uh, that's a job, tough job. Speaking of iris, they came in. Oh, so all my flags. They're not bulbs, Milton. Uh, <laughs> all, my, all my flags are here now. Yeah. Oh. Several colors. Okay. Cool. Like what colors? I remember seeing uh, red and yellow and yeah. purple. There was like five altogether. Where yeah. are they? And they're, they're, that they're d- in the Dutch Irish. They're in the where? The seed room or the bulb room. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Is that Dutch Irish or just regular Irish? These would be the German Irish. The flag, okay, the, German. The yeah. flags. The ones with noses. Yeah. Are those the ones that everybody kind of... When somebody says iris, they're either referring to that yeah, or they're referring to a dietes, which is not even an iris. No. But it's called butterfly iris. Ooh, they got some petunias. 
I think. Are those petunias yeah, or dianthus? Yeah, that's petunias. Okay. Hey, that uh, dark purple one. So, what was your what was your question for Trace? Since he came back, he's <laughs> okay. a glutton for punishment. You know, we we love plumbago. I should have ran. You had your chance, man. I don't understand <laughs> why you didn't. We love we love plumbago here. We do. And uh, I always talk about the my ones that have been planted for thirty years, and I cut them down. I don't water them. Never have watered them. And I, I'm hearing plant, plant abuse. That's what I'm hearing. <laughs> I trim them back. They freeze back to the ground. Anyway, uh, Neil got a question in. Said uh, the question was hearing you and Steve Huddleston of the Fort Worth Botanical Garden talk about plumbagos, then seeing them in person at the garden, I bought several. Uh, Trace has sold several thousand, I think. Last week plumbago. I sold several thousand. Well, last week you sold that, what? That was a joke. I said last week I sold several thousand. Uh, <laughs> what is the best way to care from them, for them so will the, they will survive the winters here in Johnson County? Is that, that, I guess that's up there around Clearburg. Clear, Clearburg. And the answer is, <laughs> from Neil, it would be best to keep them in pots and bring them into the greenhouse or similar structure when temperatures are going to drop below 28. I didn't mind. <laughs> Mine's been out there and went through the hard freezes. And yeah. Else. I didn't realize. Well, most of those in San Antonio uh, went through the 2 February. Yeah. Well, we were just mine, talking mine about came that. Back. Yeah, mine came back. Yeah, mine too. Even the ones that Laura just plopped in the ground came back. They said... They're ju- they just aren't as hardy as you will need them to be to keep them outdoors in the winter. Hmm. Oh, he must have so a sissy. Can, can, we, can we mulch them or can we cover them? <laughs> well, this, this is up around. This is in the hill country up north. But I, I always assume for some reason, since they grow down here so well, that uh, they they. I was thinking they, I, I have to I cut them back. If they came back from six degrees, I don't <laughs> yeah. see. I don't see yeah. that kind of cold happening. That and often they came back well. Yes, they did. I yeah. think they came back slower, a little slower maybe, but that may be my imagination. Well, like I say, I always cut the tops off. Always cut the tops yeah. off and let them sprout from the ground. I don't remember uh, having them in deep East Texas. Come to think of it. Oh, okay. Hey, we're up against a break here, real quick. So, 210-308-8867. I'm going to do that now. 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up. We're live at Millburgers. Come by and say hello on 930 a.m. The answer. We're having broccoli. Wake up, Maggie. I think I got something to say to you. It's late September, and I really should be. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 a.m. Bless you. Man, you all right? Yeah. You got brain matter. I think you lost some brain matter on that I think one. I'm going to live through it. Okay, I hope so. 
Hey, uh, 210-308-8867 is our number, and I want to remind you, uh, SAW's uh, San Antonio Water System wants to remind you, too, that we are in Stage 2 of stricter enforcement. So uh, you need to know the rules, and you need to, to play by the rules. And I, I, I use my example of the uh, um, the uh, um, sprinkler, the tree hugger. Yeah. Um, did it on my watering day. Did it in my time between 7 and 11. I chose uh, 7 and 11 p.m. I could have done, done a.m. and p.m. And actually, a week later, it still looks, the yard still looks good. So uh, you can still go by the rules, and you can still have success. Now, the rules are at saws.org forward slash uh, stage two, and you'll find out about your, your watering day. You'll find out when you can do hand watering, which is any time. You'll find out about uh, drip irrigation and all that. Um, and so uh, go there and, and check it out, saws.org forward slash stage two. And uh, avoid the fines. You can you can have your cake and eat it too. You can have a good looking yard, and you can avoid being charged. And they are doing stricter enforcement out there. So you may have already heard about one of your neighbors who wasn't playing by the rules, and maybe they got fined. So, all right, two one. Do you get a certificate or what? No, is? you just get a fine. You get a ticket. A ticket? Yeah, a citation. But it's not citation. The, it's not the it. good citation. You don't want this, Jerry. <laughs> Trust me, I know the way you, that that you are with. Uh, yeah, you'll you'll be upset with this citation. You will you will not frame it. I got a question, Milton. What's that? What's about that? this? All right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you have a timer on your deal? I don't, but that would be a good idea. Yeah. No, my timer is me, and the no, show that we're we watching. Know, we know how that goes. Man. No, actually. So here's what I do when I sprinkle. Uh-huh. Um, when I use the sprinkler, that sounds better. Okay. Uh, is we do it like with a, uh, uh, when we're doing our binge watching on TV. Okay. So I'll start it at 7. We'll start our show. <laughs> and then when it's over, I go move it. And then if we have an, if it's like a half hour show, then yeah, I move it again. If it's an hour show, I don't. But yeah. Yeah. But no, a timer would be a good idea. Oh, yeah. Uh, I've got, <laughs> the neat thing about the timer is. Uh, I, I can set my timer and, uh, forget about it. All right. Forget about it. <laughs> and it, it turns it off at the, at the, uh, when, when the timer, uh, says yeah. to. But the, another nice thing is if you control the water flow. Right. The way you want it. The, and the timer set shuts it off. You won't have to readjust the water flow. Oh, that's true. I could see that. Yeah. Yeah, no. A timer is a good idea. And you recommend using one that's based on time, not by water flow. Yeah. That's... Uh, yeah. Uh, I, I, I was going to uh, talk about uh, the, uh, what's the name of that timer? But... Uh, Anyway, as Trey said, uh, that company got bought out. No, oh, okay. The one that used to be available for about six, six or eight or nine dollars, and uh, it's it's. I've got a picture of it on PlantAnswers.com, the one I got, and uh, I couldn't find it in the nurseries, and uh, so uh, my son Jeremy found it on the internet. Uh, on on uh, what is that deal that you buy stuff from? Uh, Amazon. Amazon. Yeah. 
and ordered it for me for, I think it was $9. Oh, wow. That's a good deal. And they delivered it in two hours. Man. I couldn't believe it. But uh, so uh, I got my spray. And it, it's, it's changed my life, Miss. <laughs> wow. Because I have a tendency to forget things oh, short okay. term. So, uh, what were you talking about? And you don't have to, <laughs> and you don't have you don't have to worry about forgetting it. No, I think that's a good idea. I know I, I know, I know, I know, I'm the only one that forgets stuff. No, I'm betting you're not. I'm betting there are, <laughs> are people that turn the uh, sprinkler on at seven o'clock, and, yeah. and then at eleven thirty went. And some and some of them get tickets. Yep. Or citations. Some, some of them citations. citations. Jerry went so citations. So. You were oh, be- golden. That Go- man was yelling at you. They, um, <laughs> was he yelling at you or just talking loudly? Oh, the man that was. Yeah, I, was, yeah. I couldn't tell. <laughs> oh, he was. He was. Uh, Do you have a good question? He got a, he, Yeah, it was an interesting question because he, he got one of those memorial elms for the, uh, for the Oklahoma City uh, event. <sighs> yeah, and of course, about the only elm that survives here in our soil. And weather is the cedar elm. Yeah. Oh. So, so he and I talked about what he could do, and I, I asked him about uh, if he was uh, by any <laughs> st- stream bed soil or anything. Yeah. Um, he probably wasn't, but he, you know, he can, you can try it if you got a. You might survive if you got a uh, deep, rich soil. Did you tell him about the landfill planting? No. Well, yeah. Is that a you, sad you, story? You, 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 no. You just put it by the out by the garbage uh, on your garbage day, and uh, they the the garbage people take it out of there, take it to the landfill, and plant it out there, so you can go out and see it in about fifteen twenty years, a, a tree that you've donated to the landfill. field. Hmm. And that's a better deal than trying to grow it in your alkaline soil. The, I'm not sure if that's a glass it's, half full. It's, it's, well, right, it's, it's right it's, out there, fast, fast it's not, weather. It's not particularly <laughs> respectful for, to the event either. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, it, thank you. It's right It's right past where they plant the uh, poinsettias that you put uh-huh. out by the garbage. That'd be neat if those would actually kind of come back. Well, it would. They do? They, they do for about an hour or two. I don't know what happened to ours. I think ours finally, we had ours in a nice container, and they were doing okay, but we were mostly in the house, and yeah, I think they just decided, you know what? <laughs> we're tired. <laughs> did you have... Uh, we're out of here. Did you have it in the same container it came in? Yeah. Was that the mistake? Yes. Oh. What's that? You had an elm poinsettia. tree? Poinsettia. No, no, poinsettia. Oh. <laughs> but those, uh, those containers are not. Yeah, and I think the soil is not very mm. conducive to. Yeah. Well, it is. Well, it's, every it's, day. It, so. Yeah, it's real uh, loose. And uh, I'm pretty sure they don't put uh, osmocote in. in oh, we uh, were fertilizing. We were using a miracle grow, but still, it didn't. Oh, okay. It still didn't. It did, the miracle sta- didn't happen. It huh? stayed for a long time. I mean, probably till like midsummer, and she, yeah. you know, it just said, "You did good." Man. I've had it. Well, Laura did good. Uh. <laughs> Milton was like, "Oh, okay, all right." But anyway, yeah, uh, got about a minute before we have to go to break here. Two one zero three zero eight 
8867. 308 All right. You've probably got a question. We've got to take a break. You want to ask it on the air when we come back from the news? Yeah. All right. Good. Hang on a second. All right. Hang on one sec. 210-308-8867 is our number. 210-308-8867. By the way, much of what we talk about can be found at MillburgerNursery.com. That's MillburgerNursery.com. You'll find about events. You'll find out what's on sale. You'll find out about what's come in. You'll get tips and advice on how to uh, do gardening. You'll find out how to subscribe to the newsletter. You get the idea. Lots of things there at MillburgerNursery.com. And you'll find out that the broccoli is here. The broccoli is here. So if you're looking for broccoli, come on out to Millburgers, and you'll find the broccoli you've been waiting for. Uh, and you'll find lots of other stuff, too. All right, 210-308-8867. we got to get you caught up with the news, but we'll be right back in a moment. 210-308-8867. This is Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 a.m. We're back with Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls. On 9.30 a.m., The Answer. And we're going to start off with a question from the crowd. You, sir, come on down. There you go. <laughs> Here, grab the mic. You'll be on the air. These guys will be able to hear you, okay, and okay. so can our audience. You crowd. So don't, grab the mic and tell us what's going pushy. on. Okay. I've got a, a hibiscus here that, that is full of some little clear white, like little ants running all over the, the bud of the hibiscus on all my, my buds. Are they stinging you or biting no, they're, you? They're not stinging me. They're they're almost do you, minuscule. Do you find do you find a uh, uh, a, the, the home of them? I mean, are they re- reproducing in the yes pot uh, bottom of the pot? No, I haven't seen them on the bottom. Just on the on the the buds. On the buds. Hmm. Uh, and this is a uh, tropical. I mean, uh, it's a hibiscus. It's shiny on, leaves tropical, and uh, tropical. Yeah. It's on, on all my hibiscus in the front and the backyard. Huh. Uh, you could use a a bait bait on those ants. The same thing that kills uh, uh, fire ants. And uh, that'll kill those ants too, if I they're ants. Yeah, I don't think they're ants. Uh oh, what are they aphids? Trace is looking at them now. Thrip. Oh, the thrip. Uh, yeah, I okay. think is that what you said, Trace? It looks like a thrip. Yeah. Trace says it looks like thrips. Okay. You want to see them? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> if tra- if Trace says they're thrips. They're uh, thrips. Uh, okay. And, and so then I would like that to get explains s- why they're, okay, they're thrips different looking uh, than that. Okay, and then I've got a. a but have you have you ever sprayed? Yes, thing? I sprayed them with a, that um, bio advanced insecticide. That's the right one. Okay. No, I've sprayed it with that. So, so uh, how often? Uh, once, you, once you get them, are these in pots or in the ground? Uh, ones in, in pots. Okay, so once you get them clean, then there's a easy way to prevent it from happening again. I can show you a, a product to do that with. Okay. But it's a great pre- uh, preventive. It's a horrible curative. Okay. All right. Well, well, good. And then this is my main question. I've got a 20-inch maple in the backyard, and it's developed this fungus on the on the bottom part of the tree. It's all over the bottom part of the tree. 
and I don't know if it's if it's, if it's hurting the tree or is the foliage looking good? Is it what? The foliage looking the, good. The, the tree looks good. It looks healthy considering the drought, but it, but the leaves still look good. And how old is it? Well, I, I don't know. It's so it's a it's a shelf fungus. Sometimes they're very detrimental. They're feeding on decomposing wood, so the inside of the tree is probably hollowing out, and that's the repercussion. Uh, you're gonna get you're gonna need to get somebody from Davies or Bartlett to come out there and actually be in front of it um, to give you a good explanation on if there's anything you should do. Um, my okay. my assumption is that it's gonna get weaker and weaker, and after a good wind, it's gonna be laying Ooh, 90 degrees. Okay, but that uh, most neighborhoods have a uh, arborist that they rely on, and that you can sometimes they can analyze the situation, diagnose it for free, or they just they have a minimal charge. But uh, if you don't have a resident in Davie or Bartlett, or, okay, you know, and get a certified arborist, so like Davies or Bartlett Tree Service. Um, they're going to give you the right answer. Okay, and w- and will you be able to kill this, or will they just have to? <laughs> it, it may not be worth treating. Uh, like I said, in my mind, it's uh, it might already be gone. It's okay. just a matter of time. Oh, okay. Yeah, they don't even make good firewood. <laughs> uh, maples in general don't do well here. So okay. uh, if you're going to go back with another maple, the ones that function best are going to be Shangtong, Mexican sugar and big, big tooth. Any other maple planted here is a really a long-term mistake. Okay. Okay. Well, that's great news. <laughs> well, I, I appreciate. It. I'll, I'll get an arborist to come out and look at it then. And and if they give the tree any type of supplement, would that help it? No. Uh, probably not. Uh, let them before you spend any money on it. Get someone out there. Okay. All right. Well, I'll, I'll do that. Well, thank you, gentlemen. I appreciate it. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. All right, thank you for coming by. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Toll free. It's 866-308-8867. So do you have a what were we what were we talking about going into this hour? We were talking about something and we had to stop you because we did That's right why you need to get the time on that. Oh, that's the timer. Okay, yeah, that's right. All right. I like <laughs> to make you I like the timer. You don't idea. have to worry about remembering. Okay. I'll check your out the show time. may go long that you're watching. Okay, yeah, the, yep, the, it's true. It could be, it's a series, so it could be two <laughs> hours, and suddenly, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm in scary territory. It's a, it's eleven fifteen, and I'm, I'm, I'm and, running out to the yard. And the neat, the the neat thing about it is, you don't have to reset the water pressure. That's what I like the best because I I use use them as a, I I yeah. barely turn the water on. Yeah, you do it differently, and actually, your your way makes sense with how you do it with the sprinkler yeah. part. Otherwise, yeah, if you forget, it's going to be high power and yeah, do stuff. Well, you could go, you could go so far as to have one for you know if you planted all new trees in a landscape, you could have you just have one for each of the the trees, and then you just do Jerry's. Oh yeah, that's true. And, yeah. Uh, and especially with the with the weather like we've had this year, it would have been oh, yeah. save a lot of work if you had that <laughs> with his, that that uh, mechanism and the timer. Yeah, I've uh, uh, I know I know there's a timer on the machine, the uh, 
tree hugger. No, there's a. You don't mean it's. There's not a timer on it. There's a setting. Well, there's like a valve that yeah, controls. Yeah, it's a valve on it. Yeah. But uh, you like doing it the I, other way. I like doing it at the, at the uh, water faucet because uh, it's such a low volume. Yeah, you don't use a lot. Yeah, I don't use yeah. a lot. I'm, I'm, I'm it's, got up in the use now so I can get my certificate. Ah, oh, man, you got I don't think you're going to like that certificate <laughs> when you get it. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. You kind of teased it. When are you going to talk about the wildflowers and how to Oh, how to grow them, how to plant them now? Because well, is now the time? Yeah. yeah uh, I went, uh, we traveled, uh, Dr. Stein and I traveled. Oh, did you have a question? Can we ask it on the air? Yeah. We're, we're doing a yeah. show. It's easy. It's a gardening question? Okay, here. Grab the mic. You'll be on the air, and these guys will be able to hear you. What's, here, Greg, there go ahead. Is. Go ahead and come a little closer. Yeah, there you go. You're on the air. Well, how can we help you? I have uh, some crepe myrtle trees, and they're, on the, they're close to the driveway, and they're close to a lot of my plants. And I'm just wondering if all that sap that's coming down from the trees is going to uh, hurt the the other plants, the I have uh, Mexican petunias and the grass, just St. Augustine grass, and um, I have other crepe myrtle uh, shrubs, and I'm just wondering if it will injure or hurt the rest of those plants. It's just uh, aphid poop. Basically, well, sugar. Yeah, it's uh, sugar. Uh, they're excreted from, they suck the, the juices from your crepe myrtles, and then they release it. Now a lot of a lot of folks are really getting if your car is under there yeah it gets it's really hard to get off the car but it shouldn't hurt the it shouldn't hurt the plants they call it honeydew yeah so do you think this will go away and and it'll come back next year oh well, yeah generally not, not every year but a lot, some some of them do come every year and then others just every five or six years depends on the the variety it depends on the location. Um, but that's that's one of the, and in fact, uh, one of the uh, things that the uh, plant developers look look for is to have crepe myrtles that don't encourage uh, <laughs> aphids. They uh, so yeah, it, won't hurt, it generally won't hurt anything. It's just in, it's not unpleasant. We had someone complaining that their leaves were turning, nothing to do with this, but their leaves were turning yellow. Are your leaves still green on the crepe myrtle? The leaves are turning yellow. Okay. All around the neighborhood, they're turning yellow and falling off. Okay. Yeah. You yep. know why that is? <laughs> there you go. She said because it's the fall. Good right. girl. Thank you. You did a great job. Thanks for coming on. Good luck. That, right. that Two, was a nice yeah. write-up from the Express News people mm-hmm. on my website. Said the sticky stuff on your car isn't tree sap. Said a sticky substance has been covering cars in in Austin lately, and Eric is here too. No, oh, yeah. And, and it's not coming from the trees. Well, technically, it is coming from the trees, but it's not. Its source isn't <laughs> via, the tree. The source it's coming is via the, tree. the uh, interior <laughs> of the aphids. Sticky stuff. Uh, let's say. There's a sticky residue covering driveways, garbage cans, and perhaps most annoying, cars in Central and South Texas these days. 
but the stuff falling from the canopies isn't tree sap. Well, I think it is tree sap. Well, <laughs> depends on how you uh, you uh, is it, define it. Yeah, I mean there's some there's some chemical difference, but I don't know. Not I never have checked that. Have you moved? Milton, Milton, no. probably to taste, to taste it or something. No, yeah. yeah. <laughs> For all these years, he's still trying to get me. Oh, it's it's called honeydew. <laughs> it's sweet, Milton. Go try it. The substance isn't a sign of a sickly tree or sap season, as some have guessed. It's actually a sugary substance known as honeydew, Milton. Mm-hmm. And it's secreted by aphids. Small sap sucking, <laughs> like that. sap sucking insects, living in our trees. Uh, we like to call it uh, honeydew because people don't like to think about what it really is. Says a forester in in Austin, it's basically bug poop. He shouldn't have said poop. He should have said secretions. No, oh, okay. Excretions. Huh? Excretions. Excretions? Rather than secretions, I would. So it, it, it's coming out the, the tail we, we, end? We, we know where, yeah, okay. Is well, that right? So that makes it a, a poop? I, I don't know. Just, just, yeah. It may feel as if this stuff is everywhere, and that's because it is. <laughs> the aphid population boomed this year. With thousands of uh, living in trees at the town, a bug, the bug has fewer predators because of Austin's historical, Austin's historical drought. <laughs> and that brings to mind, I, I talked to Dr. Stein, Larry Stein, who's a, a horticulturist uh, for the state now, I guess. But uh, anyway, ask, he had, grows pecans. Had pecans out on his place at Rio Medina. And uh, he says that, that there's two colors of aphids. Hmm. And one they can kind of control, and the other one they don't even try to control. And I think the, the one they got this year is the one they don't even try to control. They found out that uh, uh, that spraying <laughs> spraying a, a insecticide kills more of the predators oh. <laughs> than they would if they just leave them alone. Yeah, the, the the big one, the one that there's difficult to control, is the one that leaves the big checkerboard uh, killing uh, leaves uh, pattern on the leaves. Yeah. Rather than a general coloring change, it's just big, defined. Yeah, and yeah. it's re- yeah, it is. It's real common. Uh, many neighborhoods in San Antonio, but he said, including mine. He said they they have just exploded this year in the pecan orchards. And uh, I asked him how was the pecan crop doing, and he said because of the droughts, and he wore irrigates. Yeah, uh, the pecans are going to be smaller. Okay. Because they, they didn't get enough water at the right time. But anyway, don't worry about the aphids. And uh, we're working on getting Milton to uh, test that honeydew idea. Yeah, good luck on that. 
I, I, I wonder how the uh, the car washes. Uh, they don't like it. Oh, does it get in their systems and stuff? No, it, it just it makes it difficult to do a really super job on yeah. the car. Oh, cars. okay. I imagine soap would get it off, but uh, you know, if it if it's really thick uh, uh, from aphids or whatever, it develops that black mold called sooty sooty sooty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we get calls about that occasionally. Yeah, yeah. And then if you uh, get if you have a car with that has fancy trim, uh-huh. it's all it yeah, gets in the in edges there. and oh. in the ridges and <laughs> and uh, the. Uh, yeah, that's uh, causes on citrus mainly. For some, I guess a smooth leaf uh, on citrus shows off the uh, the black mold a lot easier. Sooty mold. Sooty mold. But other than being aesthetically unpleasing, <laughs> does it do any damage to anything? No. Okay. Well, other than. Well, because that's what the, she was asking if it was gonna if she needed to worry about it. Yeah. Well, you you might you might debate if, uh, and I don't know that. I suspect that some folks would say that research indicates that you would, you know, you would expect you'd get some kind of a yield reduction, but I don't think it's uh, yeah. you, you know with uh, with our citrus situation, backyard citrus. Back uh, the. Uh, uh, but some people say, well, it blackens the leaf and cuts down on photosynthesis, which is true. But this time of the year, they're losing their leaves anyway, especially pecans and everything. Oh, but that, but if you're talking about the citrus. Yeah, yeah, the citrus not. is not. But uh, I, they're pretty bad on citrus. I, I mean, they're not. As bad as they are in pecans, I think. Now, if you're, but you can, if you've got pecans like we do in my neighborhood that are close to backyard citrus, then you have them dripping on the citrus. Yeah. <laughs> so, you, it's, uh, and the, the citrus this year is kind of on the edge anyway. The, oh, um, yeah. A few, yeah, as we know based on our, our calls from our listeners, there are very few folks that have fruit on their on their yeah, lemons yeah. and limes we're trying to grow uh, that's what i'm trying to do is grow the uh sprouts that ca- sprout that came up on both my uh miho no yeah miho and okitsu uh but they don't have thorns and so i i'm going to grow them out and th- that shoot has come from the ground over the uh, over the eaves of the house, it's grown that much. So uh, uh, that's one I'm keeping. That's stuff I'm keeping watered uh, because uh, you know I, I want to see if that if was so that I you, can you have kinda, that sooner. Yeah, wasn't uh, you kind of suspect that you didn't? Uh, well, you didn't expect it to grow as fast if it was not a. No, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. but uh, I guess. Even even if it's not a rootstock, uh, to grow that fast is is unusual. And uh, but it it usually has thorns or distinctive leaf on it. Oh, that reminds me. I got to talk to Trace. Uh, I was talking to Doctor Stein, and he 
is in touch with the citrus people, uh, citrus growers, and he says that they've got uh, uh, on route, on route citrus. Oh yeah, you have selection. to who does that? Uh, the major citrus producer in Texas, you know, it has to be grown in Texas to be sold in Texas. But uh, you know, we always try to get them to grow it on their own route, yeah. and uh, they they quit. They quit doing it because it's a lot faster with a bud. And uh, <laughs> the uh, the reason uh, they quit doing it. Is because you know those government regulations said that uh, you had to keep the your cutting stock, your trees, in a greenhouse, protect them from the, the spread of aphid. Uh, but uh, uh, citrus greening, I think they call it. But uh, uh, they must have figured out a way. Maybe they're doing it tissue culture or. Some way like that, but uh, they, uh, Larry said, they have those for sale uh, of of some of our recommended mm-hmm. varieties. Well, that's interesting. When if, if you get a chance and see if uh, Larry wants to give us a little account, or or you get it, yeah, get the information and see what how the, what they figure it out. Well, they they had them for sale at the TNLA convention that uh-huh. they had here oh, wow. less than a month ago. So, but I don't know whether, and they're in gallons, which would be very economical for people. And uh, if they froze back, they would come back. <laughs> uh, we we were talking. Well, hey, we need to take a quick break. Okay. And we're going to take a quick break. Be back in a moment. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on 930 AM. The Answer. Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m. The answer. Again, a reminder, uh, San Antonio Water System wants to remind you that we are in Stage 2. So what does that mean for you? That means that you need to follow the rules of the road as far as it relates to uh, watering. That means you need to go to SAWS. If you're not sure about something, go to SAWS.org forward slash um, stage two, and you'll find out all the rules. It's that easy. I'm doing it right now, as a matter of fact, by the way. Uh, mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, you'll find out when your day is. Uh, you'll also find out um, that, yep, they're uh, stepping up the, the fines and doing stricter enforcement. Uh, so, uh, they're handling that more certificates? They're, they're handing out more citations. <laughs> citations. Yeah, uh, you, you need to look up that citation. I think you're going to be disappointed. <laughs> but we yeah, we uh, te- according- te- tease about it, but compliance with the, the second phase of restrictions means that we don't necessarily have to go into the third yeah. phase. And there's a lot of other things. Yeah, but, 
pipes uh, and protection of that. And this has been well studied. And actually, the SAWS system is a, an example uh, around the nation. So, uh, yep, uh, you want to follow the rules, avoid getting the citation, and keep your yard looking good. It's a win-win-win. So uh, go to saws.org forward slash stage two. And you can check it out. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, toll free. It's 866-308-8867. Trace is back, maybe, maybe. Right. And Trace, do we have any broccoli? Uh, <laughs> yes. yes, we have broccoli. We have broccoli. Broccoli you, alert. You have the right varieties, too, We've been right? given the green light on green magic. Yeah, I like, I like Trace. It's slumping. You can't see it. But the bad puns, Trace, just, duh. Why? Okay. Well, I do we, enjoy a good, a good pun. A good play on words, yeah. Okay. And he's got uh, the bright lights. Uh, yeah, Swiss chart. I can see it from here. Yeah. And, and at least, I'm thinking, well, at least two varieties of kale, but uh, there may be three varieties of kale. Well, already. we started out with three. Oh. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. I, I'm not sure if there's still three out there. But. Uh-huh. Least two, <laughs> least two varieties. Uh, some of them are, you know, rough. And then, of course, there's the collards there, <laughs> too. So lots of greens. Nutritious. Easy, easy, easy to grow. And uh, seem to be, based on what uh, the reports we're getting from gardeners, they're, they're resp- responding pretty well to even this heat. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Collards are pretty good in heat, but uh, the varieties that uh, we've recommended and those have been tested. They were tested in the heat, especially the broccoli, green magic. Now we won't be. We'll see spinach maybe in a month, month uh, and a half. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, they're going to have onions the, even after that. Yeah, maybe. they're going to have the seed of spinach, Doctor Stein. Furnishes with seed, but but who needs who hard, needs spinach when you got collards and <laughs> yeah. kale and we all need spinach. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, they they have to wait till the temperature get low, which they say is gonna begin next Tuesday. Well, you you always have this doubt when we go into the, and then like two weeks later the spinach will appear. Well, they always have them two weeks before you say they're going to have them. <laughs> oh, they yeah. then well, they start them in climate control, so oh yeah, they're they they're can, conservative they too because it's a, it's hard to predict how yeah how those that spinach seed will react. Well, they they uh, you say climate control out shaded a, a greenhouse is that what you're talking about? Yeah, it's climate controlled. They they've used they've used, they've tried to grow them sprout them in the refrigerator. As they have with pansies, to get those early, doesn't work with spinach. It might work a little bit with pansies, but not with spinach. But uh, that spinach got a mind of its own. But anyway, uh, it'll be coming, and it grows fast once you once you get it. But not as fast as chard or collards. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we were. Or um, Brussels sprouts. Yeah, I was. I was gonna. We were going to promote <coughs> chard uh, before spinach to get, you know, because it grows a lot more tonnage uh, than the spinach does. And uh, 
but people don't like chard as well as they like spinach. Yeah, but I, I still I, I like chard, but you know it's not it's not it's it doesn't it's not as competitive as spinach is, but yeah. but it is uh, it lasts a long time compared to some of the other greens, and it still has a good taste. Of course, <laughs> spinach is the the hero for because spinach oh, just keeps yeah. tasting good long into the yeah. season. Yeah, but, and, uh, and Crawford lettuce, of course. If well, it ever germinates, uh, <laughs> if it wanted to germinate, I I've planted but it, 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 but it catches I up it and it. Out. Oh, you planted some already? Already, yeah. Calvin, I did the same thing last year, and <laughs> uh, and you uh, go grow old watching. But was it six weeks later we finally got <laughs> some to grow? But it'll catch up. Well, do you still have some Crawford lettuce seed? I'm pretty sure I do. Okay, good. I think I I've got some extra too, so you need it. Again, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. The nursery looks a little different with lots of little characters all around the uh, nursery than it did last weekend. Yes. When does everything officially open, or is it open now? Well, all right, so we're, if we're talking the maze, I'm trying to keep people out of it until we actually have hay. So okay. Some, some of the walls are not uh, complete without okay. hay. Are you talk, calling those fish? Frightening the <laughs> bodies out there as cute yeah. little characters. Characters, yeah. And then we use hay so they can't get to some of those monsters. Oh, okay. Uh, so uh, I, I, I can guarantee you, the first weekend in October, everything will be functioning. It's, okay, good. It's an always an ongoing thing. Yeah, they're not done till October thirtieth, and then then we'll call them done. So well, we had our first October uh, to come over here to Mill Burgers at sixteen oh four. And Boulevardy Road, and bring the kiddos, or the, uh, or do we do do a disclaimer? This is not for the fainted heart. <laughs> this is true. Okay. Especially the dragon. Yeah, the dragon is awesome. <laughs> well, we had we had our first yeah, you, you youth have, accident seen, over you, here. You haven't seen it with the smoke. Coming no, out. I haven't seen the smoke. The... <laughs> we had our first youth accident over here. They were getting all. All excited about the pumpkins yeah. and climbing on them, and and he took a <laughs> nose dive. Yeah, he didn't stop him. He took a nose dive, uh, <laughs> and I did, I didn't have to say anything because <laughs> his his uh, family was <laughs> I try, lo- trying to help him I recover. Lo- I love the little girl in the in the swing up there in the tree. Uh, is that? Is this the first year for her? Uh, no, but this, no, is she, a, this is the first year that she didn't, her electronics didn't work. Uh, so that's why we hung her where we didn't need electricity. Okay, what did, what did she do with electricity? She swang. Swing? And she would go, la, 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 la. Uh, okay. she was swinging. Sounds like nightmare stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, uh... <laughs> I, well, we still like the kid, the youngsters to come in. Yeah, they just stare at. Yeah, it, it just nails, stops them right in their tracks, and they they stop under the swing while she's swinging. And I don't know whether they're worried about her or whether they want to swing. Huh? I think <laughs> well, they want you, to hurt. you when we were watching, you and I were watching that little kid over there. Yeah, she was. They, they, she was seemed to be debating that too whether. Uh. Is this something I should be afraid of, or is this something that's uh, fun? And she, and she was conferring with her mother. Yeah. Fight or flight. Uh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, All okay. right. 
I got two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Oh, poor Uh-oh. Trace. Wait. I'm gonna stop coming up here. And yeah, and he keeps coming up here. I, we tried to hide all his papers, yeah. but I mean, it's impossible. He found them. As many as he's I love got. to ask questions for Trace. Uh, the uh, looking at the sale items. All right, and you put. You've got. Uh, I do that. There it is. Uh, you've got uh, uh, <laughs> the rock rolls. You got rock rolls. We do. Sale. And then with with that, you have pictures. Who puts who puts those pictures with the ads? Well, so I'm thinking that the lady from the Express News had to do it this time because we had a. Uh, uh, Stacy was out of commission. Oh, okay. Really? Uh, but anyway, she had that picture. And I, I flipped out. I said, I've never seen a rock rose like that. You know, uh, and we, we call, call them, uh, yeah, well, they've called, been called rock roses. And also, uh, uh, what am I thinking of? The, uh, uh, but anyway, I said, they've got the wrong picture because I've never seen a purple one like that. Uh, but uh, this almost, is... almost looks like a hibiscus. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. in the hibiscus family. And uh, so it's, I said... It's a pretty close color to that. Yeah. Yeah. And so I was going <laughs> to... I was going to mention that you got the wrong picture with the ad. Then I looked up on the internet, Pavonia or Rock Rose. And they got all sorts of colors of Pavonia Rock Rose on there. Big time. And and they even had that picture on there. This is the Rock Rose and Pavonia U7, I think. Uh, the, yeah, mine's, uh, bri- mine's brighter than that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, my printer messed up. But uh, I didn't realize there was that much diversity in, in Pavonia. But uh, they, they, this, this one that's native to Texas and that one that's in that picture uh, all have the same genus species name. But uh, they de- describe the one in the picture as being very co- cold sensitive. Okay. So, yeah, I don't know. Maybe we ought to get some, some of them in <laughs> with those different colors. Now, they did mess up. You got Firebush on sale for two. And uh, with this picture. Whoops. All right. 210-308-8867. <laughs> That's not a firebird. 210-308-8867. Well, I'll say that. They, uh, I think there's uh, several plants called firebush. Because uh, when we first added that to plantanswers.com, a lot of people, and we got a lot of messages, is this firebush hardy? Uh, will it grow in Arkansas? And uh, I think they were talking about this. this uh, uh, but the bloom is not the same. 
but uh, you don't have to worry about getting the right one. We got what you call Mexican. I think they call it a Mexican firebush now. That's one name for it. And you got uh, got a land uh, good supply of them. We do at the entrance there uh, by the checkout stand. Hey, we need to take a quick break. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Uh, and then during the break, Trace, uh, we can, he's already mentioned it, but yeah, Jerry had some interesting news on citrus for you. 210-308-8867. Back in a moment on Millburgers Gardening, South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. The Boy Scouts are here. They're selling popcorn again. So if you want to get some or you want to help them when you come by, you'll know they're here. You know, I had to buy something over there. I know you did. <laughs> so who fun. ended up eating that? Oh, did yours eat? Did your wife eat that popcorn? It was enjoyed. Uh, oh, okay. Did you, did you eat some, no. uh, <laughs> What a good boy. Thank you. Did you have a question? Can we ask it on the air? Sorry? We're a radio we're show. A radio show right now. Do you want to come on the air with us? It's easy. Is that a yes? No, I said no. Oh, okay. <laughs> we'll hear. Oh. By the what? Nope. Oh, okay. Anyway, 210 308 8867. You're a lot nicer to the ladies than you used to be. I know. Well, that one woman ran off. (laughs) Uh, It's funny how 23 years of experience will do that. Which is still nicer than that one woman treated Calvin. (laughs) (laughs) That was funny. She was very upset. I can't believe I didn't have my camera then. I I ought to put that on the front page. You missed that chance, yes. (laughs) All right. We got got a smart aleck. What? Smart Alec deal from uh, Dennis' email. Well, what's new? (laughs) said fall starts September 23rd. Right, yesterday. So you may want to wear a sweater, a light coat, or Mm -hmm. possibly a heavy coat on the porch from now on. Dennis is just full of good advice. (laughs) What is it supposed to be today, 99 or something? 95, I think. Calvin heard 92, I heard 95. And then he told us... uh, he showed the, gave us the season of the year, and fall was beginning September 23rd at 2:04 a.m. That's in the morning, isn't it? That's cold. I mean, in the morning. But anyway, well, it wasn't. Let's see. I was out at 3:30, uh, and it, w- it was pleasant, but it wasn't cold. Uh, you my, walk into the dogs at three thirty? No, I was I was uh, invited to take one of my dogs out. Oh, she jumped on my uh. chest, and <laughs> when they do that, they tell you they're yeah. telling you they're smart like yeah. that. <laughs> I'm feeding some cats, uh, feral cats, and uh, if I'm if I'm late, at like like uh, ten o'clock or something like that, those cats will be. Pressing against the uh, sliding glass door, waiting for me to put the food out. 
I always hate to go that early because that's when the skunks and raccoons yeah. and everything are. Oh. And sure enough, there was a uh. skunk smell. <laughs> but they they did it again. It was like the skunk did not acknowledge the Westies, and the Westies did not acknowledge the skunk. It, that's good. It was just like they're two different worlds. You know? So they didn't spray. No. But, they, I mean, he, he had obviously sprayed someplace. Up <laughs> because of, because Maybe he sprayed out, Calvin. Maybe just <laughs> empty. <laughs> but the, uh, let's see, Cal, we haven't talked about Calvin's article. talked about uh, tropical milkweed is an attractive, easy to, thank you, Matt, mm-hmm. easy to grow, but naturalist. Naturalist? Who's that? Those are uh, native plant people. Oh, jeez. And uh, we know better. Naturalists. Than, we are, know better. Uh, than naturalists to that are people. the uh, the folks that are are uh, strong, providing the strong support for the monarch oh, situation. Okay. The, but they suggest it is in the long run if we restore some of the native milkweeds. And we were doing a good job of that until we had our February freezes. Yeah. And now, <laughs> and it, and we're back with the uh, uh, tropical milkweed because it responded <laughs> so, so much well. better to the, the freeze than our natives did. The natives really got, <laughs> they, they didn't come back. Uh, those that, A lot of those that we had been planting in our landscape. <laughs> but so we got to start over again. Yeah, but... Uh, uh, I, I bet the ranchers out there yeah. that have land, they think we've lost our minds. Well, not because just the, the ran- pastures are full of that thing oh. that the deer won't eat or our cattle won't eat. You can, you just go straight north, mm-hmm. and it's the ranchers, and then it turns into the green farmers, and yeah. and then the, all the other farmers up there. That are, none of them like milkweed. <laughs> Um, but uh, like we, I mentioned that they thought I was nut talking about promoting blue bonnets, you know. So uh, sometimes agriculture enterprises uh, don't favor wildflowers. Well, unless it's their little patch that they. <laughs> I've seen some really, uh, really beautiful. Patches where obviously the uh, rancher or the farmer has su- supported that and you know, planted it and is oh, yeah. has somehow got water to it. And all <laughs> the the common milkweed and butterfly weed. Let's see. Okay, several area universities. Wait a minute. Government units and nonprofits are part of the Monarch Initiative. <laughs> And provide information on milkweeds on their web websites. What do what do they in, put on their websites? Well, oh, they uh, they t- they talk about growing uh, the natives to, rather than uh, yeah how to how to grow. They also talk about the source of uh, native seed, which is uh, the seed seed is readily available on the internet and and some of the seed racks too. Mm-hmm. Um, and then some of those uh, whole university, the the one I I think of I see quite often is uh, 
University of Tex- oh. Texas at uh, Dallas. Oh, okay. They've got a really good uh, little publication, and they, uh, all of them have uh, show you how to get access to the seed and how to how you should uh, plant it to to raise to raise it. It's not e- it's still it's not easy as we yeah we found out we had a lot of good gardeners having trouble growing it. <laughs> yeah. But it's funny how wildflowers like that are uh, wild plants like that. Uh, I was thinking of. Uh, it's not a bad. Deer or that's seed. A good, that's a good. Uh, not deer or seed. Uh, uh, the cedar that grows in in a little group up in the hill country. Uh, they tried like hell to grow that thing. Pinion pine. That's what I'm trying oh. to think of. Uh, because, you know, I always thought, I said, that pinion pine is a good deal because it's a pine tree, pretty. And uh, it has pinion nuts on it. So the birds and wildlife can use it. But uh, we tried to root that thing and uh, and grow it. but uh, And that they put it on the... the uh, endangered list until they went up around Lakey and uh, Rock between Lakey and Rock Springs and uh, that crossroad from Lakey to Campwood and there is a spot of a, a pinion pine forest big things I, I've been in there and uh, so in certain areas they're they're not extinct or going extinct no, I think that's an interesting concept, though, in terms of milkweed, uh, kind of viewing it as a wildflower. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, you know, some some of them are fairly attractive, and then and then uh, a lot of the w- other wildflowers that we like are we like them because of the pollinators, we like them because of the uh, yeah. hummingbirds that they attract and everything. So it's not yeah, they have white blooms, right? Don't yeah. the white blooms do the the milkweeds? Yeah, well, they got different. There's some different colors. Oh, okay. But yeah, some have some have white. That that one I like, the green milkweed. That 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 one has a. I thought that one was going to be very successful, and uh, it's just hard to grow, huh? Yeah, but it got taken out of by the freeze. I can't even remember. I had. Uh, some gardeners that had known I was growing it and came over to see how it was doing. It was no longer there. Oh. Uh, so, but anyhow, we're working on it. Well, anyway, what, how are they considering my deal about uh, netting all the uh, uh, queens and eliminating them from laying eggs on the milkweed? So the monarchs could take over. I was I was thinking there's a number of gardeners that think we ought to just declare that queens and monarchs are the same. Oh, what? <laughs> what is, what is, <laughs> and it's they easy. look a lot yeah, alike. I mean, what is that on the uh, porter wheat? That's a uh, uh, that a queen. It's a bee. No, no, it's, it's a bee. bee. It's the, no, it's oh, there it is. Yeah, uh, that's a golf queen. golf fritillary. Oh, okay. Oh, an orange. Oh yeah, golf fritillaries, the orange. They're they're kind of long. Is that one long or, or uh, even? 
Look at that. Sticking, he's sticking uh, to that porter wheel. But okay, I think it's a I think it's a golf fertilizer. Okay, sorry, I interrupted you. No, that's all right. That was a that's kind of an interesting discussion. <laughs> uh, then uh, the article, they they the title, I mean the headlines there talk a lot about the milkweed, and we cover that a little bit. But we also talk about the um, the lawn grass that we spent a lot of time last year yeah. last week talking about and. And of course, I thought we uh, today, this weekend, we've done a pretty good job so far of uh, the vegetable garden, and so there's more to talk about uh, on that topic too. Yeah. And uh, then, then tomorrow we can talk about uh, uh, Neil's yeah articles. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've got an interesting thing on that too, but. Uh, what the, how how much time we got? Uh, three minutes. Three minutes. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, we can't get into that. Uh, then uh, Calvin says October first is a good time to apply winterizer fertilizer if the lawn grass. What? If the lawn grass is the dominant plant, and it will benefit by having its cold tolerance and its preparation for the spring green up and strengthen that, that's that topic you you and I talked about yeah is it is the is the lawn have enough root system to take advantage of uh, fertilization now or or if it wouldn't benefit by the uh, winterizer fertilizer would yeah. it do better by the uh, 1959 slow release lawn yeah. fertilizer well, my grass, uh, I got that, I guess, two inches of rain, and my grass came up. I mean, I thought it was dead, but uh, uh, it sprouted, really Is sprouted. it still looking good? No. Oh, that's uh, That two inches of rain ran out pretty quick. So now it's going back. It's back in our dormant Look at there. Space. There's the pansies. Oh, wow. Really? What? Yeah. All right. What you got? Oh, jeez. <laughs> All right. We're going to begin to wrap We had up. one good Viking game, and we had one terrible Viking game. <laughs> Somebody's picking on the Vikings. Yeah, what? Poor Calvin. Okay, got about a minute left. But I think that uh, that idea of losing... Because Trace is not going to like it. Let's see. What you got for sale? The winterizer? Uh, he's got he's no, still he rec- still he got the 1959 on. It yeah. Oh, okay. So we talked uh, about it last week. He was he was agreeing with I you don't all. think we're going to have a steady growth of our lawn grasses until we get more water. And uh, in that case, uh, the slow release fertilizer would be the best option. Okay. Well, we're going to begin to wrap up, and uh, we encourage you to come out here tomorrow while we're on the air and say hi to us and visit and have some fun here out at Millburgers. And you're always welcome to call us, get your gardening questions. See the pumpkins. See the pumpkins. Get some broccoli. Back in, <laughs> see you back tomorrow on 930 a.m. This is, of course, The Answer. 
Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.